everybody's clear on what we talk about today, right? No. Yep. I said I was gonna be watch it, but I didn't. <laughs> the movie. We did. Yeah. So we did start it last week, Terry. Oh, so just okay. so you know. Yeah. So we 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 basically gonna get your feedback, and then after you give us your feedback, we're gonna then uh, just kind of discuss like if we were the kids of of of, of, a, of a pastor in this particular scandal. Uh, what do you mean? If? Maybe it could be a. <laughs> That ain't a part of my life. Yeah, like if, if, if I've been know. one, somebody didn't read the book. <laughs> no, yeah. it's in the well, I, I definitely haven't read the book. Read the book. Uh, so, but I was, but I'm saying, yeah. So, but if you have a real life experience, go for it. But we're just going to talk about just, you know, from a, a child's perspective, having to deal with parents like, like we're watching the movie today. I mean, oh, shoot. And I meant to post it before today, but I got distracted with my personal life. But I will do that. So, all righty, well, let's go ahead and get this party started. Boom shakalaka. Episode of the Worst Ones Podcast. This is the safe place for preachers' kids to unite and be great. My name is Rudy Wilson. I am a preacher's kid. Jay Rihanna is the preacher's kid. She's in the building sipping on what you sipping on? Macchiato or something? Peach frozen lemonade. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> got Terry Weezy in the building. He's a PK. Kelly Leezy, she's a PK, famous PK. Uh <laughs> Janessa Rowland, how have you been? How art thou? All the above. I'm doing pretty good. <clears throat> Work is about to slow down. Next week is the audit, and I can't wait to be done with it. But this weekend, I did something that I haven't done in a really long time, which was go skating. And oh, I had a blast. I want to buy my own skates. Um, <laughs> I would say like the first 30 minutes was touch and go. You know, trying to get the balance and the body proportions different from when you were a kid. And, <laughs> you know, the ground's a lot farther and a lot harder. But um, I really had a good time. Got my little groove, you know. Was Where did you, go? did you go? To, did you go to one of the classic skating, Golden Glide? Or no, because I wasn't about to embarrass myself. Okay? <laughs> I, needed to, I needed to go somewhere where they didn't know me. <laughs> so uh, is this roller skating or roller blading? Roller skating, four wheels. Like roll balance, well, ATL, okay, all of that. So no, we down in it's it's all four wheels, but that's right. fine. In a square, four wheels, yeah. yes, four in, wheels in a square. square. Yeah. Uh, so we went down Classics. to Starlight, down in Stockbridge, you gotcha. know, with okay. the wholesome children and adults. <laughs> but we said, you know, we got a little bit more practice and got more confident. You know, we would go to Cascade on the hot night. See what we go. 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 Hot night. Hot right. night. Go. On the hot night. Tell Nunu I said, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I said, tell Nunu I said, hey, when you go to Cascade. Did Nunu and, and what was my Antoine, did they get back together at the end of the movie? I can't even remember. Antoine. Was that yeah, his, his character. 
They did get back together after, they, like, they like, after the brother got shot and all that. Actually, I don't even remember all that. I gotta watch ATL this weekend because I don't. Last thing I remember was if he put he told the chain and I'm like, <laughs> after that, I can't <laughs> <my neck."> <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm, yeah. They they did get back together, but I don't know how much they showed it. But I said I can't remember. The yeah, he said at the end, like I got my brother back, I got my girl back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that for sure. Yeah. Well, Kelly Lee, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you, you said that so many times. I'm thinking you're not. Right I'm, I'm good. Right? Is I like? I'm good. Wayne. I'm just kind of sad now. I mean, <laughs> but I'm smiling and I'm happy. What do you mean? I'm good. I know, but it's like when a crazy person says, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. You know? I'm good. I'm uh, good. Not too much to report. Uh, I don't know. Just, uh, not a lot has happened. I live a boring life. <laughs> How was your show? The show oh, yeah. is good. It is a standard show. Uh, I got some more coming up uh, this month. I'm trying to get back out and do more comedy. Kind of fall off ever since the pandemic. So I'm trying to do as much as I can when I can. Uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, Rudy could probably, well, I don't know if Rudy can't because Rudy does a different kind of comedy, but, uh, but yeah, it's it's like when you get complacent to not doing it, it's so easy to not do it. And then when you go out and do it, you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I love doing this, mm. you know, <clears throat> and then you're like, OK, so you try your best. I was at, I was at uh, Red Bar last week, too, uh, down down in Rudy's neck of the woods in Miami. Right. So that was big fun. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in Miami as we speak. Just got here this morning. Uh, got some show. Got well, I got a show tonight. I'm hosting, um, and then Friday, I'm actually speaking of my different you know, comedy. I'm actually shooting uh, crowd work special. Um, well, what special? I'm, so I don't know. Terry he always kind of explains how I. Uh, well, you see me perform, but. How I, how I basically like you know use crowd interaction to kind of formulate jokes I guess mm -hmm. um, so this particular taping will be me doing 100% of that the entire time it won't be like oh, okay. mixed with like written jokes or whatever gotcha it's not a common thing let's put it that way most comedy specials are not uh, crowd work orientated okay so it, it, it takes a certain skill uh yeah it's a little something different it's yeah, it's a different up. different approach. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so that's what's happening. Um, but last week we watched and discussed uh, "Hunk for Jesus, Save Your Soul," <laughs> and myself as well as Jay Rihanna and Kelly Lee gave our uh, take, if you will. Uh, but we wanted to hear from Terry Wayne, who was not here last week. What was your take on the film? Um, and then we'll discuss further after you break it down for us. Um, I forget the actress's name, but the the lead uh, female role, uh, Regina Hall. Uh -huh. Regina Hall. Yeah, I think she did a really good job. 
kind of encapsulating what it feels like to be in that position. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I really, I mean, the movie was okay. Uh, but I really enjoyed the ending uh, with the, the, you know, I, I don't know if he was going for like Kiyoki or, or like just a mime kind of thing or just that whole face painting thing. Uh, I really enjoyed how much that kind of just illustrated. I, I mean, at least I think that's what the director was going for was just like how you're just on a stage all the time. And, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to be in that position uh, to just kind of have to gloss over what you're actually feeling and just kind of put on the face and just go out there. I mean, I could definitely identify with that, uh, you know, having been through a similar situation, um, you know, I can identify with the, with the, you've lost, you know, you lost, you know, it's not your fault, but here you are just paint on the smile and go out there and, and do it, you know? So I, I really did enjoy the ending. Uh, more than more than the actual whole movie uh, as a whole. Did, did this make you, um, and I'm just kind of touching the points that we kind of took, did, did this make you, um, I guess, feel a certain type of way about them making this type of movie? Because I know we kind of discussed, uh, I guess, people's feelings in reference to this, I guess, painting a bad light on the church and kind of making it look bad, or do you think it was more or less them just revealing, I guess, what already is. I, I think it's just revealing what's already is. I mean, look, the church is just nothing but a, a big group of people. And you, you don't really have to work that hard to paint them in a bad light. They'll do the work for you, usually. <laughs> you know, because people are foul. I mean, yeah. people are, are fallible, uh, and they're, they're going to do the work for you. Right. Um, but I, I think it definitely showed some of the... Uh, I don't know, I guess more emotional scars that kind of come with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's not just, it's not just about, you know, being in a scandal. It's about losing a life that in a lifestyle or, or just a place in the world that you built for so long. It's about losing who you are as right. a per as a person, because you've, you've put so much work and effort, into being this thing that you swear that you are that when somebody takes it away from you, you kind of lose yourself. You kind of lose who you are, which again, I think kind of goes back to the ending because it's just painted over and it's all black and white. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a loss of, of self. I think. Do you freak out in any, in, in, in any way being that this was a, you know, a movie about uh, your worst enemy in reference to mega pastors uh well i do hate the seed faith preaching uh i don't believe that uh any of those preachers are are going to help anybody with their harvests uh you know you don't plant your money in in the church and hope that you get it back with some more you'd be better off just planting it literally in the ground because then you can go dig it up someday if you want to um not to say that I, I think it's wrong to give to the church. I do think it's it's right to give to the church. But again, it's it's use your own common sense. You know, if, if your church lives, I mean, if your pastor lives in a ten million dollar mansion, 
and uh, you know, is talking about buying a jet. Yeah, maybe stop giving him money. I think he's okay. I think your church is fine at that point. But if you go to church and they got buckets in the sanctuary to catch the leaks from the roof, <clears throat> yeah, maybe they do need your help. Maybe they right. need some money. So just it's common sense. But unfortunately, not everybody's, you know, the brightest bulb in the drawer. So uh, I feel like those are the people that really get taken advantage of, you know, because they believe this stuff. They believe that, you know, all they have to do is donate a certain amount of money to these churches and then all their problems are going to be solved for them. And just doesn't work. doesn't work like that. Gotcha. Anything else about the movie, Terry? As far as your, your your take or thoughts or points you want to bring up about anything? Um, no, not really. I think they kind of hit the nail on the head a little bit with what. And like I said, I, I've been a part of like a, a fall kind of thing like that. Uh, and, and that it does. It, it feels it almost feels like a betrayal. But I mean, it isn't. But it does feel that way. Um you know, uh, well, let's talk about it. God damn it. How would you handle the scandal or how did you handle uh, a scandal since you have personal experience? I want to hear more about the betrayal and everything that you just were saying. Well, I, I don't think I've ever really talked about this on here before. But yeah, when I was 10, uh, my dad had an established uh, an established church uh, here in South Florida. And uh, it came out that he had had an affair with somebody in the church. And he was kind of a big deal because uh, Deerfield's kind of a small little city, but he was kind of a big deal there because he had fought with the mayor over youth rights and uh, he had run for city council. And so when that scandal happened, like <clears throat> we were in the paper, you know, like because this was this was, again, pre-internet days. We're talking about like 1991. Uh, and uh and eventually it came out that, you know, the, the woman in question was now pregnant. So it became an even larger deal. Um, and he had to face the congregation and admit what had happened and admit what he'd done. And uh, he, he almost, the Church of God almost uh, released him. Um, and I remember him telling me the story. He's like, that what you said to me was the only reason they let me stay. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, well, you said Jesus forgives everybody, right? And he said, I went there and I told them that story that you had said to me. And he's like, and, and that was that. Uh, but no, it was a big deal. And um, I mean, the church basically just turned on us completely like we everybody used to love huh when you said when you used the word betrayal earlier was it betrayal from the church or was it betrayal that you felt from your what your father did no i mean obviously there's a lot of things you go through a lot of thoughts you have um and uh no it was one particular instance that really felt like it it kind of uh you know put a emphasis on on the betrayal from the church was just because we you know me and my family we were so beloved uh with the congregation this is a congregation about a thousand people um and and 
we were so beloved and I didn't deserve it at all, by the way, I was the most obnoxious little boy <laughs> ever. Uh, but uh, I remember cause we lived in the parsonage. Uh, so after all that, uh, obviously we had to go. Um, and I remember the, the church sent somebody over as we were packing up and they had, um, I don't know if you've ever seen like the little uh, colored circle stickers that like you'd use for like a, a, like a yard sale or something like that. But I remember they had these, this package of like little stickers, these little red stickers and everything that the church had paid for, they went through the house and they put red dots on it and they said, you can't take wow. this because wow. the church provided it. And well, no, we're not, we're not to the bad part yet. Um, mm -hmm. But they went in my room and they put it on my furniture, like the, my dresser drawer and my nightstand and stuff like that. And they put it on, uh, they put those stickers on my furniture. And uh, so we packed up everything in a moving truck. And then we, we went to stay with my uncle uh, who lived in Pompano at the time. We stayed with him for about a week. And then we were leaving to go back to Tennessee and my dad, for some whatever reason, uh, it was me and him and my sister and my dog. Uh, we were all in the car. And for whatever reason, he said, I'm just going to go by the house uh, one last time. I'm just going to drive by. Uh, and we drove by. And when we drove by on the curb in the garbage area was all my furniture. Wow. Because it wasn't that they wanted it. It's just didn't want, you to have it. didn't want us to have it. So, and I mean, like everyone I knew every, I mean, cause you got to remember I'm like 10 years old. So everyone in my life basically just turned their back and said, Nope. And the one that I felt even at the time, even just being that young, the, the one that I felt the worst for was my mom because it's like, here it was, you know, me, her, my sister, we had done nothing. But right. it didn't. It didn't matter. It did not matter. Did you? Did you? Did you? It was guilt by association. Well, no, 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 no. I get that. But what I'm saying is, so your reaction to that did that make you feel some type of way towards the people for reacting to your dad that way, or did that make you feel some way towards your dad for causing that reaction to, to happen to y'all? Um, I mean, as I got older, there was a little bit of resentment there because I'm like, I, because you do the thing of like, what would my life have been like if it, if it hadn't gone the way that it went? Uh, you know, would it have been different? Definitely. Would it have been better? Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it would have been worse. You never know. And that's kind of the, the thing that I came to, but I never, I really never gave him too much crap over it. Uh, <clears throat> you know, because like I said, I, I wasn't the best kid. So, right. you know, I, I don't remember having the thought, but it was almost like I screw up so much. It's like, how am I going to how am I going to chastise somebody else? You know, now that's not to say there weren't very angry people, right. uh, both inside and outside of my own family. Right. But uh, but no, it was. uh to me, I didn't. I didn't really feel anger towards the church. I didn't really feel anger, at least at the time. I didn't really feel anger towards the church. I didn't really feel anger towards my dad. I just, I don't know. I just kind of felt alone and disappointed. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like I thought this is what you guys were here for. Right, right, right. For times like this. 
Right. You know, because I remember being a kid and people knocking on my door at midnight, mm-hmm. going through some troubles, going through some uh, right. hardship of their own and just expecting help mm-hmm. that always was there. Mm-hmm. But now it here it is like my whole world's cracked in half. Where are you guys now? You know, and that's not that wasn't everybody. There was a few. There was probably a handful that uh, that still stayed in contact. And when dad opened a new church a few years later, they they showed up and it was nice to see him again. But it's talking about maybe a handful, you know. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Okay. But well, that's why I identified with Miss Hall's performance was because sure. I, I remember seeing that. I remember seeing like the, you know, what do I do now? Because when all that happened, like my mom, her whole job for my whole life was being a preacher's wife. Right. Now, after, after, you know, trying to reconcile and then divorce and this and that, when she had to go out and find a job and do something, she had n- literally no work experience whatsoever. Other than running the office in the church, uh, you know, uh, so it was it was a little weird to watch that go down to, you know, be in credit card debt, have debts, have two kids, single mother, no work experience. And now here you go. (laughs) Go, go figure it out, dummy. That's that's what it felt like. I got you. Got you. Got you. Okay. well, I guess let's take a quick stroll over to the fictional side for those of us who haven't experienced it uh, firsthand because I, I had assumed because to your point Ted, you had never brought it up I had assumed all of us had never experienced this we were going to just come from a what if perspective okay. uh, but um, so Kelly I do want to just start with you real quick just to and, it does, and, it, and there is no right or wrong answer so, so I don't want you to feel like you have to you know give a specific answer but just Main the main question is how would you feel if you know either Lee Curtis Childs was your father or <laughs> if not him or if not him your actual father you know like you know put you in this type of predicament as as a PK and you know and, and dealing with the scandal and everything. You know, honestly, even as I thought about this question during the week, I feel like I would probably follow my mom's lead. Mm, okay. And so, um, as like Terry talked so about, you mind dancing on, on the corner for for, for, uh, for honks. Regina Hall is beyond that. Just the the face that you put on to mm-hmm. pretend like that everything is okay. Mm. I think if my mom continued to stand by my father. Um, despite what it was, if it was an affair, it was an affair that resulted in a baby. If it was him having, um, sexual relationships with younger people or, you know, men, whatever, I think that I would, cause I, I feel like I'm loyal to a fault and I, and, and I would want to, I guess, be loyal to someone. Um, and I don't, you know, and so I don't know, but, and that's hard because if I'm honest, I'm probably, uh, I'm I'm probably a daddy's girl, especially back then. Right. A daddy's girl, you know, but if I saw my mom kind of um take one for the team for lack of a better statement, you know what I'm saying, and put on this face and and we're we're not united front and we're okay, you know what I'm saying, then I probably would have gone that route. 
I think if my mom, though, internally, I may not have seen that she was, you know, distraught right. or torn apart or broken or whatever because of it. But, you know, if, 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 like I said, she put on that face, I would have put on that face too. What if, what if she, she was putting on the face in, in public, but you've seen how hard she was suffering behind the scenes? Yeah, I think I, I don't know if I would speak up. I think that I would still probably follow her lead in just in public. This is what you have to do. And I think that off topic, on topic, like I've, I've, I was having a, a conversation with a friend today and it was so interesting because I don't think I realized and I'm trying to talk about it without talking about it. I'm tr I didn't realize how much being a preacher's kid um, and that appearances and what it looks like on the outside um, and what it needs to look at on, on the outside kind of follows my, sticks with me day to day, mm -hmm. you know? And so I, I, I am very much, I think, ingraining because of my, my childhood and being a preacher's kid of what things appear to look like on the outside and on the outside, it needs to look great. Now, luckily, you know, for my family, we didn't have a big scandal, you know, you know, we didn't really have a little scandal, you know, we didn't really have anything, you know, but I think I am still very much of what does this look like on the outside type of person. And so I think because of that, um, I think because of that, um, I think, yeah. So I think because of that, I, I would have followed my mom's lead. If my right. mom stick, stuck beside my dad, put on the face, the appearance, the whatever, in public, I would have done the same thing. Um, I think in private, right, I may have felt some type of way towards my father. Mm -hmm. I may have, as much as I loved him, as much as, you know, he was superhuman to me, um, I think that I would probably have some internal, um, you know, negative feelings toward my father for doing this to my mother, um, for doing this to the family, to, you know, for I, I would probably I don't like I said it depends on kind of what age you are to kind of even understand all of it too. And that's what I was going to ask you. Like, were were you giving this answer as a young Kelly or as an adult Kelly? Because my answers would be different for different ages. <laughs> and, uh, and, oh, I was just going to say, like, uh, young my young sister, not happy with my dad. Not right. uh, not I was much more uh, just kind of blase about it uh, you know i didn't really want to challenge anybody but yeah she was pretty pissed yeah like i said and i can see that you know and so i don't know but then when i and i guess i gotta think about the real of like who my mom is because my mom isn't regina hall's character either you know what i'm right, saying right, like right. <laughs> that's not really who she you know so that's yeah. kind of in this fictional life we talking about regina hall as my mom or karen lee as my mom <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's two different things, you know, the way Regina handled it in the movie. And like I said, sticking by her husband for the most part and, and, and being there, like I said, and putting on the mat. Like and like we kind of talked about last week and Janessa kind of broke it down, you know, just putting on the, the you know, one kind of, well, we kind of talked about it last week, like one, the embarrassment of kind of being out there in the mime on the side of the road miming but two like you said terry the deeper meaning of having to put on this face in this mask in front of in front of everybody um I, I as regina hall's daughter i probably would have done the same thing um karen lee's daughter 
<laughs> I don't know how much she how my in the midst of a scandal um depending on what it is I think my mom of course loves my dad and will stick by him but I'm I'm you wrong you wrong right you know what I'm saying? and I'm 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 only going to take so much and I'm only going to stand by you so far um that I don't know what that really would have looked like then in, in real life and to be honest with you young Kelly I don't know which I don't know where I would have gone I don't know if I would have gone. I'm gonna stand by my dad, and my dad is right, and he's perfect, and he's this or whatever. Because that was that was very much the young girl I was. Right. Or if, um, you know, I go with my mom, and I can't believe you hurt my mom, and you were wrong, and you know, and this. So like I said, and I, so it all kind of depends on age. But like I said, I do want to say that overall, I, I have realized just how much in that that face in in. Matt, you know what I'm saying? Just how much that face is important and putting it on and, and things, you know, looking okay on the outside. Um, you know, and even when you can see the cracks in, in different places, um, you got to smile. You got to put on your Sunday's best. You got to stand by him. You know, he still got to come from the pulpit, my beautiful first lady. And, you know, you know, say hello. You know, everybody way the first lady. And, you know, my daughter is here and my son is, you know what I'm saying? And so you smile and you wave. And whether there's 5,500, five people in that sanctuary, you know. So I guess it depends on kind of how my family rallied together when I was young. Now, Again, I think it depends on what the scandal is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, last question, um, real quick. So, as an adult Kelly, just say like if you were uh, still like a member of the um, I'm always a member of Brand. But, but but you know what I'm saying, like actively <laughs> going like as far as and whatever. Do 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 you think that would make you at least want to switch churches? Like being being like as far as being an adult self, like would you like even if the, the congregation stayed or whatever, like would you would you th- would you think for your own personal growth, whatever, like would that make you, I guess, second guess your dad's preaching of any way or whatever, or do, or do you think? And I'm talking about a bad enough scandal, not depending on scandal. I'm talking about something that that's bad enough, whether it's one from the movie or something equivalent. Do you, do you, would that make you you know? Be like, okay, well, Dad, if they still want to follow you, I ain't gonna shut you down. But I'm gonna at least take, you know, me and my my beliefs. I guess. I don't know. It's hard because one, I don't go to my dad's church consistently, like you said. Right. And then two. Okay. Or even okay. Well, let me ask you a real one. So it won't be too hard with you with you doing your periodic uh, uh, preacher's kid duty, showing up on you know Easter, whatever the case may be. Would you still want to do that and, and be a part of that? Just say limelight with that scandal being attached or would you be like, I'd rather just not be up there with y'all since this done happened. And I, honestly, I know it. I know I'm not the, <clears throat> I know I'm not the best one to answer this question. It's hard because again, I guess at, at one point you got to separate the man from the, from like that's the, my the art from the artists. Yeah. yeah like yeah. You know, on one end, like that's my dad, mm-hmm. you know? And so you know, I, I, and I wonder, and I don't know if I know until, you know, I'm, I'm in there. I would like to say now that I want to hold my dad down to the end. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, that's in, in my gut. Like, that's how I feel. Like, I, I want to hold my father down to the end, right. knowing who my father is. Like I said, and so it's different when you talk. So like I said, so it's hard when you talk about, am I talking about Lee Curtis or Kevin Lee? Mm. You know, 
Lee, Lee Curtis had some other things in there that I just didn't agree with, and as a result, I probably would have seen like I can't even really subscribe to this. Right, you know, right. Daddy, I love you as a dad, as a person, but your ministry I can't be a part of. Right. Um, because I I, I can feel at this point in my thirties that you're playing. Right. You know, and that this isn't truly what you're gifted at. And so I think in the fictional sense with them, I would I would probably say that um, I probably would step away from the church mm. that you know i can't because like i said i can i can see them playing though regina hall put on the face you can see her hurt you can see you know what i'm saying where where she was disappointed where she wanted things to go the other way and for whatever reason she was trying so hard to keep it all together mm. i think that whether it be for the for the power for the love for whatever yeah. um you know I, I think lee curtis in my 30s as my dad I would hope that I would still love my dad, but take away from the church. Kevin Lee, depending on what it is, I'm probably going to hold him down to the end. Hey, y'all. I know y'all enjoying this episode of The Worst Ones, but it's time for a little church announcement. You can find us on Instagram at The Worst Ones PK. We got a, a TikTok, too, coming soon at The Worst Ones PK. You can go ahead and follow us. I don't know how it works. But yes, at The Worst Ones PK. Um, and then every Tuesday, you know, new episode drops. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Type in The Worst One Podcast and you will see us. But when you get there, make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe, and you share. Thank you to our 500 million, 600,000, 402 followers. We love you. Thank you. Well, let me tell you something. Just having been there. You don't want to be there anymore either. You know what I mean? It's not so much that they just don't want you there. You don't want to be there either. Yeah. You know, that's 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 definitely the case. It's yeah. uncomfortable for all parties involved. Uh, should they be vicious towards you? No. Should you be vicious towards them? Obviously not. But they don't, I mean, at least in the church that I was in, they don't want you there. And honestly, you don't want to be there anymore either. Yeah, it's it's too it's too uh, it's too they're too close now at this point. Yeah. yeah. Jay Rihanna, go for it. Ooh. Well, um, you know, it's a lot of moving pieces, but I think for me, if I was younger, especially like middle school, high school, because that's when my dad became a PK. Mm-hmm. I was in middle school. Um, that's when your dad became a passion. You became a PK. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, I feel like to Kelly, to a certain extent, I would follow my my family's lead. You know, I grew up very much so with the family notion of protect the family, um, united front, you know, I mean, and, and it's been like that. Like my church, we haven't had any scandals like Kelly's either. But whenever any type of new idea is being presented to the church or, you know, if there's something that we're trying to get done, like. I, and I feel like in my core, I would never do this, <laughs> but it's like you're don't speak, you know, don't speak negative to it. Don't do anything to mess up the efforts that are being put in place, stuff like that. That's just kind of like the not spoken but known standard. And so I feel like as a child, that would have probably been my standpoint uh, is to whatever the family's deciding we're going to do. Right. However, as a 33-year-old woman, 
Um, and kind of to Terry's point a little bit, I love my parents, but I have to, because, and I think this is honestly part of it. It's kind of like the flip side to it. When you're constantly having to put on like this collective face front, united front or whatever, sometimes you don't prioritize yourself. Right. You're always prioritizing everybody else. Right, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And so now I'm at a point where it's about me. If you did something that's messed up and crazy and you want me to sit here and be thinking about your flock, your feelings, how it makes you look, you've got to be out your mind. Mm. It is about Janessa Rihanna Rowan <laughs> right now. Like, I agree. I probably wouldn't be able to go to the church, not because I don't want to, but for me, like, I, I don't know if I could be in that environment, like in the movie you know, the lady was at the mall and ran into somebody and heard stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Just imagine being at the choir rehearsal, right. at the uh, ministry council meeting right. or whatever, like hearing the snickers, hearing the, the faces as you walk by. I'm like, and like uh, Terry said, the scandal didn't have nothing to do with me. You know, right. I'm just associated by blood and name and all this stuff. And I just personally at 33, love my parents, pray for them, hope for the best, but I got to prioritize myself because like you said, it's, it it does affect you. Like we kind of talked about this in episodes a long time ago. What our, what our parents do does affect us and what we do does affect our parents. Right. How you want to, how much it does and you know, all of that. The son will suffer the sins of the father. We can debate that a whole nother day, but it's like, mm. Even if you leave the church, you know, depending on where you go, you still that still PK and that name and everything along with it, good or bad, mm -hmm. travels with you. Mm -hmm. um, and just for my own peace, sanity, moving forward, healing, because, of course, if like I think in the movie, it was alluded that the pastor had inappropriate relationship with young men. Mm -hmm. um, that does something like if if that was the situation and I'm the daughter, that is detrimental and hurtful to me too. Right. Like you don't, you think about, oh, I mean, and definitely the, the, the children or the victims who the pastor um, was inappropriate with. Absolutely. There's hurt and pain there, but it's like, there's also hurt and a pain that comes to the family or people associated, the members, like, it's something that everybody has to now out yeah. of nowhere have to deal with. Yeah. Um, and so we we all got to prioritize ourselves. And I think that's honestly why when some scandals do happen, and to Terry's point, people leave. So, um, yeah, that's my two cents. Well, <laughs> that, that's the part of the movie that I really didn't. Uh, the, the only thing I could say I didn't like was it's unrealistic to think that 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 pastor and his wife would stay there and try to rebuild. That just doesn't happen, especially with something of that nature, which is even worse. Uh, you don't stay and rebuild. You, you, you know, you're burning the fields at that point. You just go to a different land and try and rebuild somewhere else, but you don't rebuild where you are. Not, not at that level. You know, you get a total walk. I, I think it's probably nobody's going to be out there with signs being like honk for Jesus. Like it doesn't. 
I think it's probably more unrealistic that the whole congregation left because usually, like, people be staying. You know what well, I'm saying? Like, they have five I don't, people I don't know how <laughs> They, but they did have their faithful five, but to that point in the mega church that they parallel here, I think we talked about this last week. Um, they didn't lose everybody, right? They, they did lose a good bit. Now they lost a huge piece, right. Right. you know, but they had a little more than the faithful five. Yeah, for for them not to show up, uh, I mean, for them to reopen and only have that faithful five come in. And that, first of all, let's talk about black people just in general. Speaking mm -hmm. of realistic, I'm about to go off topic for a second. Mm -hmm. But speaking of realistic, let's talk about black people just in general. Black people, nosy is all get out. You getting a couple of hundred people in the church just so they can talk about and say that they were there and this is what happened and this is what they said and this is what the right, pastor talked right, about right, and this is what right, he had right, on. And this. Right, right. Let's be clear about the black yeah. church. <laughs> they, they, they wouldn't come just to get their soul said. They, they coming back for the tea. For the tea. <laughs> I, I, I hate to be the one to break this to you. Uh, that's, that's white people too. That's white people. <laughs> so. if, if let's the talk pastor about church folks then. If the if the pastor shows up and he's wearing a new watch, people are talking. Right. So let's talk know? about church folks, period, then. Church mm -hmm. people in the unrealisticness, I don't know if that's a word, of the five people showing the five people showing up. We come in to get the tea. We come in to see how he gonna address it, what he gonna say, especially, you know. I don't can't remember in the video if somebody recorded when Khalil, the young man, um, well, it was on the documentary, but I don't know if it was like, you know, a viral moment or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, is something else about to happen or his, you know, his other victims are going to show up. Right. We coming for that. Right. We may not be coming to get Jesus and we may not come mm -hmm. the second Sunday after that <laughs> on right. Easter. You right. know what I'm saying? But we're coming the first Sunday. Be right. clear. Just in our Sunday's best. <laughs> ready for a yeah. not me because that's not what i do but ready for you know a show because we yeah. also know if, if you if you ever watched any of lee curtis's um sermons or whatever that he gonna put on a show mm -hmm. let's be clear you can tell that he gonna put on a show he gonna look nice in his product he gonna have on his three-piece color <laughs> black suit you know what i'm saying he gonna do all of this and put on a show we're coming for that Ain't no, it's not gonna be the five faithful that show up. Right. We right. come in for that. And that's not that's not just church people, that's people. And then these are just people who just happen to go to church, but that's just people mm -hmm. in general. Like that's just mm -hmm. what we do. And 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 if you go to church, it just it, it ain't no different. And um, it's on the shade room, it's on baller yeah. alert. Yeah. It's on all that next week. Pastor Absolutely. Lee Curtis opened up his doors, <laughs> he talked about this and this. We're questioning okay. his sincerity. Right, exactly. 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 And something else that I wanted to bring up, because me and my mom were talking about it. She was she did not like the film. <laughs> uh, my, she, mom huh? my mom didn't even. Yeah, mom, uh, we got into it because she was like, I feel like they were mocking the church and they were just, you know, she went into it. And I was telling her, you know, like, I know it seems like it's mocking. And, I, you know, to a certain extent, it might be. But I was like, can you tell me where they lied, though? Where's right. the lie? Like, right. and she was like, when they were had that little girl shouting all over and falling out. I was like, but mom, how yeah. often does that happen in church? Like people be playing church, kids, adults, everything. Like I feel I was like, I really feel like it was bringing attention to what does happen and what people think happens and what 
we have seen to happen. But um, something else I was trying, I was trying to explain to her was that church scandal is much bigger than what I, I feel like she thinks it is. Because I was like, mom, you know, I was like, you know, there's TMZ. And she was like, I was like, what is that? And she was like, you know, the celebrity news, whatever, whatever. Right. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, do you know that they have gossip, Christian gossip, YouTube channels, podcasts, yep. shade, social media, spiritual world, shade room, church, like where they literally every day, all day post about scandals going on in the church worldwide. That's how we know about the uh, the pastor who got robbed for a million dollars, but it was set right. up. Like, that's how we know how so many people got, they, pastors got all these side chicks and it's literally like that. And so I was telling her, you know, I, I think that's something else we fail to realize is that our dirty laundry is out there. Um, and so for us to now try to like, Say that it's, uh, you know, like, oh, we're doing too much. This is not reflective of the church. This is not respect reflective of God. Unfortunately, in some ways, it is. Right. No. I don't know. I don't know. It was hard um, for me. And we, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because I told my mom, I was like, Kelly was like, had the same thing where she was like, I don't know. I, this needs to be strong. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel about it. And so I'm with Dr. Rowland with, I I don't, I still don't know how, and my, my intent was to watch it again, to see, um, you know, after watching it the first time, again, like it took me three times to get it. Cause that's like I said, I just wasn't a fan of the, um, what's the call the, the format of the movie. Um, you know, and then after our initial conversation and knowing we were going to come back and have this conversation, I was interested to, I wanted to watch it again, but I really couldn't even bring myself to, to watch it. Um, again, because I'm like, I'm good on life for this movie. I, I don't, don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I don't. I don't know. I watched I it. Know. We talked about it, and that's right. where it's going for me. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I mean, I get you. Yeah. I don't know. I'm with your mother though. I don't. Well, I know she she was sold on. She didn't like it. I didn't like the format <laughs> of it. But I'm I'm a, I'm in the middle on whether it should have been directed and produced and put out to the world or not. I don't know. Um, well, I definitely agree that it, sh it definitely should have been put out <laughs> to the world for sure. Um, and if you don't want it to be put out to the world, then don't allow it to be something to be put out. Um, you know, church don't want to talk about that though. You feel me? Uh, <laughs> church don't want to talk about a lot of stuff. Well, well, a lot of stuff. Well, <laughs> talk about that part. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, um. As far, if, if I was if I were in um, that situation, so my my answer wouldn't necessarily deal with how old. I think it would be it would be it would it would go back to the whole like I guess levels for me. So if my dad was on the level he's on right now, there's one answer. If my dad was on the level of Lee Curtis or even Kelly, you know, oh my gosh, um, you know. Like or I'm sure if I was in K two situation, you know what I'm saying whatever. I'm just saying like, I think I think that that the popularity of your father I think adds a little bit more uh, shame in the public eye type thing, especially with social media or whatever. So just I guess depending on how invested you are in that, it depends on how much it affects you. But um, 
you know, like if, if, if my dad was just say a large enough known pastor where like if I'm going to like, you know, comedy shows and somebody in the crowd heckling me like, yo, that's the, you know, the pedophile son or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Like that probably would bother me, I'm sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, but even still, I think I would kind of find a way to just deal with that, not give a fuck after a while. You know what I'm saying? Just whatever. But I think ultimately, even if my father was just say a well-known pastor, but definitely with him being on the level he's on right now, like to I wouldn't give a fuck about perception. You know what I'm saying? To me, it would just be more or less about my personal relationship with him. You know what I'm saying? And how I feel about, you know what I'm saying? Like what it is that he did. Cause as, as, as much as I would love to sound like the perfect son and be like, you know, it don't matter what my dad do. Like I'm thinking by him, he mine, um, whatever. Like if, if, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, and I'm being serious when I say this, I don't know if a, a child's love for their parent is the same as a parent's love for their child. So I know a lot of times like your child can do something and you'll stand by them regardless type shit. Um, I don't know if that's the same way. It could be, but I don't know. So what I'm saying is like if my if, if my dad and I know in the movie, like they weren't underage men. It just I guess maybe just the fact that he was sleeping with a bunch of different men that went to the church, whatever. But um, like if my dad was in like a situation that I felt was kind of like hard for me to deal with, like I would probably, you know, address him like man to man and just determine where our relationship is going to go. You know what I'm saying? What he does as a pastor or whatever like that, I probably wouldn't even be thinking about all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I would be looking at it like as a, like, yo, like I've known you my whole life and this, this you, you know, you waited to now to be on some shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Or, or even if you've been on this whole time and I didn't know or whatever, like, you know, I would kind of be, and once again, it would, it would depend on what, what it is. Um, but if it, you know, I think I would just be more or less concerned about that than I would be perception. Now, once again, and I close with this: if it, if he were on a grander scale, if my dad were T.D. Jakes, Joel Osteen, whoever, um, you know, maybe it matters more. You know what I'm saying? Because, it does because you know your 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 parents, people know who you are because of your parents. They've seen you in pictures, whatever the case may be. Um, so even if you just go into the grocery store, somebody may be like, hey, ain't you that nasty motherfucker, son? You know what I'm saying? Um, and I definitely wouldn't want to deal with that. But I still think I could get over that part quicker than I could get over the personal feelings towards my dad, or, you know, and how that got altered. And let me say, I, um, I, I wouldn't say I would like, oh, I'm cutting everybody off and I'm never turning back. But I would say, like, for the time, for a time afterwards, yeah, no. Well, I mean, to to be honest with you, at the time that that happened uh, in my life, uh, my father was listed as one of the top 100 preachers in the country. Right. And, and this is, like Rudy said, social media, this is pre-social media days. Mm. And still we had that. Still right. we had because people, especially people in the church, you know, they love to gossip. That's what it right. is. Um, right. So it's it, it's going to happen either way. And the more successful you are, you know, the, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Right. So it was very much that way. 
Um, and you didn't really, I, I personally, I didn't even really get a whole lot of time to think about what Rudy's talking about. Like, uh, like, Oh, I need to handle myself. I need to handle my family, all that. You're just being inundated so much sure. from, from the outside and, yep. and where you're at. You're just trying to manage, uh, you know, you're just trying to move forward and manage and, and survive at that point. And just to go, just to show you an example of that, and this, this is totally by happenstance, but about four months ago, I was in Deerfield doing a job and uh, for a guy, and he's this older guy that lived in Deerfield, um, and I'm doing a job for him, and he goes, that name sounds familiar, and because I'm a junior, I have the same name. Uh, and he goes, you know, there was a pastor used to be around here, you know, had a whole big thing and he was going, blah, blah, blah. He's like, he, he was a good pastor, but you know, it kind of ended bad. And I went, Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. And he's like, any relation? I was like, yeah, that's my father. So, <laughs> and this is thir- more than 30 years later. Right, right, right. So it's, it, it definitely echoes. No, and I and I just want to be clear on one thing to your point. Like, you know, my my answer is definitely uh, you know, based off of you know a fictional scenario. So if it happened in real life, I could re- I possibly could respond in a completely different way. You know what I'm saying? I just I'm just yeah, I've, I'm having time to to process a you know, a, like I said, a fictional scenario. So I, it, it it gives me, you know, one thing or two things to think about. Uh, but to your point as far as like not even having time to think about the things that I said. I might not have either, you know what I'm saying? Because you're just kind of mm. react. You're reacting in the moment to something that you didn't see coming, as opposed to us. You know, we watched a movie, thought about it, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, just like anything else in a movie, it's very different in real life. For sure, absolutely. Yeah. And I can't even imagine what, yeah, like what you've gone through. To like, I can't even imagine. Actually, you can imagine, and you can get the book today on Amazon. <laughs> Unclaimed Ashes. Available now on Amazon, hardback, uh, Kindle, go. and uh, and paperback. There you go. Yeah. First sponsor of the podcast. There we go. Ah! <laughs> Terry Wayne. So we need to talk to Terry about that um <laughs> that price for the <laughs> for the advertisement. Oh, oh is that what it is? Book, but I need five dollars back for <laughs> twenty. This, this is pro bono work I'm doing here. Okay. <laughs> Well, fine. We can talk about the price of the advertisement. We're also going to talk about my appearance fees on these for the last two years. Absolutely. <laughs> no, that's real. Yeah. Um, well, I, I also this 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 has nothing to do with the topic, but I, I did want to uh, shout out Ty Trivet. Y'all know the guys for artist Ty Trivet because um, I, I thought I thought he did something very very dope recently. Um, he, he went on to the 85 South show podcast, hmm. which is the, if you don't know that is, it's a very, it's, it's basically like the ratchet version of Wild and Out, low key. Like it's a very uh, improvised um, live show as well as they do a podcast, like in studio or whatever. But he came there and he let them be themselves. Like they was, he let them smoke weed, all that. Like he was just sitting there and he was just listening to them talk and they were just talking about different things. And after they got done talking, and he got an understanding of what they were saying in the life, you know, that they live and how things are in our generation, our world. He offered like some really dope biblical Christian advice that didn't sound preachy at all. That made all of them kind of like 
you know, rethink the situation without feeling judged um, because it was also a better alternative. But also in their environment, you know what I'm saying? They didn't have to change their environment to receive it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, honestly, that's what we do with this podcast. It made, it just made me kind of think about us a lot. Like we, just, you know, we can, we can still uh, positively affect somebody with biblical principles, even if it didn't necessarily sound like, cause he never said like, this book, this whatever said this, you know what I'm saying? But he 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 just presented in a, in a way that uh, was very attainable. Um, and even as I was reading the comments, I, I don't never read comments on YouTube, but I was reading the comments, and I, everybody who was who left comments was just like they just kept talking about how this was the dopest episode because it it was it was the normal episode that you would see with the jokes and the smoke and whatever like that. But you received a word from God in the I'm midst. Watching. Of you know what I'm saying? And it what was- have I been? What have I always said on here? If you really want to reach people with the church, yeah. you will put a smoking section in there and an open bar in the back. Yeah. And, it, and like I said, and it was it was it was it was very very like I was I was I was I was proud to watch it because I feel like um, once again, not only this podcast but even just in my personal life, I, I just feel like that was representative of me. You know what I'm saying? Like just, um, you know, still being able to be used by God, you know, no matter what. And you and you don't necessarily, I guess, worry about the outside perception in doing that. Like who, who gives a fuck what somebody going to say? Like you, you've done something bigger than, you know, than what they've done by just talking to each other who, you know, we're all already saying we don't need to talk to each other. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> You know. No, no, I'm not laughing at you. No, 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 it's fine. So I'm saying, so I thought that was, I just thought that was dope. So I just wanted to, uh, you know, shout him out for that. Uh, and also even shout y'all out, man, you know, because I feel like even when y'all, for those of us who came on this podcast with guards up, you know what I'm saying, um, I think we're walking more and more into our own. And, you know, we are here doing God's work, you feel me? Man. Amen. Amen. The doors of the church is now open. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly Lee, let them know where they can find you. (laughs) At Princess Kells 51. It's private. Um, Yep. Very private. (laughs) (laughs) And even, let me tell you something, even if you even if I opened it, it's nothing really on it to see. So it's not even like, <laughs> like I'm That's shooting right. you from seeing something in particular because it's nothing on Facebook, it. Your Facebook right. works because I had to find your Facebook to send you that video, and I'm like, we not Facebook friends. No, if you are. want, the, if you want the real good, you got to go to her OnlyFans page. That's... I don't have one of those. Absolutely, <laughs> she has a whole thing. But I named it for an extra check. The way I feel like people out here making money on OnlyFans, I may need to do an extra check. My pray. other podcast should, partner now has an OnlyFans page. You okay. should pray. You should pray for people in lingerie. That'll pull them in. <laughs> I got. I'm gonna watch this 85 South Tide interview. See what he did. Let me see if I can recreate that on OnlyFans. They be like, "Oh, she look good uh, in lingerie." And, just, and the modern name. You're gonna be the you'll be the courtesy Lee of OnlyFans. All on you with all on camera. That'll be lit. A mess. Right. Yes. 
Unless you can find me at jrihanna double underscore. We have fun over there. Actually, we actually have because I've been posting more. So follow me. Yes. Was it grandfather had 90th birthday? Yeah, my grandfather just yeah. turned 90. Congratulations. Birthday. That's, yeah, that's birthday, to him, Joe. not to you. You didn't I do said, anything. <laughs> happy birthday, Grandpa Joe. But Kelly's birthday is coming up. So that's hey. Hey. What are you gonna be? 22, 23? That's right. That's right. That's Absolutely. what I thought. You are not over 21. <laughs> 22, 23, that's it. Lord, All right. Terry Wayne. Uh, Terry Wayne Comedy on all social media platforms. Also, the book, again, Unclaimed Ashes on Amazon. That's it. I need money for that. <laughs> if you want to hear more about stories from the church, boy, there's plenty in there. So. <laughs> this podcast is partly and sponsored by. I claim ashes. That's right. <laughs> Including when the church burned down. Well, was burned down by a uh, a teenager. So. Mm. Mm. A teenage larceny ain't never hurt nobody. Obviously. Never hurt. Well, it hurt him, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <In> prison. <laughs> oh, wow. So. That'll work. Well, we definitely appreciate uh, all 500 million, 68 gazillion, 900 quadrillion of. We're just making up shit now. That's we're just making up numbers. My numbers are real. Yeah. We're just making up. up shit now. Now we're just making up shit. Like yeah. we're are just real. making up numbers now. You so, right? You just making so up numbers. Five hundred million thousand <laughs> is a real number. You just making up numbers. Wow. My numbers are real. Yeah, but kajillion, bajillion. No, right. it's like everybody want to be real. Everybody that sound like a five year old. No, 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 no. Five hundred million six hundred thousand. All one. Two hundred and three <laughs> followers. Five hundred million. <laughs> Thank you. So you want to give out real Deuce, numbers? Deuces. Uh, Everybody put up these news. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Oh. <laughs> Top of the world, teachers of the world, being in the world. <laughs> We're still waiting on Rudy. Is the only one dragging Thank ass. Thank y'all for watching. Thank y'all for listening. God bless you.